Our whole purpose here is to foster a connection to the innermost depth of being. Many of you know that already. Many of you have tasted that already. We don't concern ourselves so much with the particulars of life or our life circumstance, not because they don't matter, but because the solution, I hesitate to say the word solution because then it sounds like we're here problem solving, the uh, answer to whatever it is that is taking place in our particular life circumstance comes through contact with our innermost being. And it can seem, and it does seem, and I hear this a lot, that there's a kind of mm, distrust that if I were simply in contact with my innermost being, that I would know how to function, that I would know how to live in the world in a way that was harmonious and to my benefit and well-being. There tends to be a sort of disbelief in that, that, yeah, contact with my innermost being is essential and important, but it won't get my bills paid, or it won't help my relationship, or it won't... Um, heal my bodily illness. And I would say, how dare you utter such a thing? (laughs) Who are you to say that it won't do that? First, contact your innermost being and then tell me after that it hasn't helped your relationship or your finances or your health. You see, so there's this ugly and I say that playfully, this ugly assumption that contact with our innermost being isn't as important as doing the things we need to do to make our life work out. And what I would say to that is that there's no way your life is going to work out without contact with your innermost being. It's just not going to happen. Because whatever you do, in the realm of finances or relationships or health or any other subject is always going to be plagued by this disconnect from your innermost being. You'll go on vacation. You'll be excited to go on vacation. You'll get to your vacation destination. You'll take a deep breath. You'll lay down and take a nap. You'll order up a margarita. You'll go sit on the beach and then you'll get restless. You know? And then something in you will be stirred. And there, you know, you'll want to ignore that thought. You'll want, to, you'll want to push that one aside because you came all this way to take this deep breath and have this margarita and relax. And yet something's still there with you, right? And so it can be very tempting as human beings to go about arranging your life circumstance, 
trying to move things, you know, like playing chess somehow, trying to move and arrange things so that they look a certain way and turn out a certain way. And I wouldn't even discourage someone from doing that, you know, because that's part of the fun of life. But without contact with our innermost being, what we do is simply like playing chess in the dark, you know? How can you know that you're on the right square? How can you know you've grabbed the right piece? You know? So we're, we're making moves, but we're not in contact with the intelligence of our moves. We're not in contact with moves that are consistent with what we want, what we really, where we really want to live from, you know? And so the ordinary human life or the human condition, we could say, is to go about rearranging the pieces, you know, which uh, one teacher playfully calls rearranging the deck, the uh, deck chairs on the Titanic, right? What's happening to the Titanic? It's going down. It doesn't matter how you rearrange those chairs, right? Same way with egoic life, right? The life of, of our ego, even that word ego is overused, the life of our sense of separation. It's floundering. And what we do normally is we rearrange the circumstance to try to make it better. You know? But without this contact with our innermost being, without this drinking at the innermost sanctuary, something in us remains unfulfilled. You know, we can look at how many beautiful things have happened to us. You know, how many beautiful people have come into our life? How many beautiful situations we've been involved with? How many beautiful acquisitions we have had, journeys we've taken? And they're all wonderful. They're all exquisite. But without a doubt, there's still something that seems unfulfilled. And I say that in this setting because if it weren't so, you would be dancing or you would be teaching, or you would be singing, or there would be something inside of us that would be uh, full of this. And so we come together, not because any of us is lacking anything, but to acknowledge the consciousness that there's something missing, the, lack, the, the sense that there's something lacking in our experience. And the only thing ever lacking in our experience, ever, is contact with our innermost being. Because if you have contact with your innermost being, there is no lack anywhere. Even if you're in the worst possible condition that you could imagine, with contact with your inner being, it will not be so bad. And even in the best circumstance possible that you can imagine, without contact with your innermost being, it won't feel like enough. Right? That's the paradox. That's the, those are the extremes at which the human being is caught between, right? The extreme of not having or the extreme of having. And yet at either polarity, if contact with our innermost being is, is missing, there's no way to reconcile that. There's no way to help that. And contact with our innermost being, I'm not saying, well, let's put this in its true light a little bit. It is the simplest thing in all the world, right? 
just as accessing your breathing or accessing your heartbeat is the simplest thing in the world because it's already taking place. It's already happening. Our innermost being isn't some far-off thing that must be found and, and discovered or cultivated, as in cultivating a garden. So it's immediately available to us. It's accessible to us in the depth of our being. And at the same time, that uh, closeness, that contact is always stirring up a new depth to it. It's always creating a new um, possibility. You know, just when we think we've found all there is to our being, just beyond that feeling, there's so much more. There's, you know, and always in that way we are increasing our awareness or our depth of our the depth of our awareness the way in which our being is always in a state of expansion or growing never complete and yet always fulfilled you know it sounds strange it's a paradox one of the paradoxes of paradoxes of existence that our our real innermost being is always in a state of expansion and growth, so in that way is never complete. Never, ever, ever complete. And at the same time, always completely whole and fulfilled. If you understand what I just said, you are clearly not operating from your logical mind, because there's nothing logical about that. Logic would tell us, that if something is not complete, that it's also not whole, that it's also not fulfilled, right? We would think of a project in, incomplete or something undone. But our being is not that way. Our being is always in the state of completeness and always developing at the same time, which is the fun of life, right? Life is no fun if we don't recognize the wholeness of being because then we always feel like something is lacking. And then we're always aimed at some pursuit or goal to try to find something to fill that missing piece. That's not fun. That's a life of struggle, of suffering. Right? But to move through the world knowing that we are in a continual state of expansion and growing and evolving and deepening and yet, nothing is ever missing. It's an extraordinary way to walk. It's, a, it's an extraordinary way to live. You know, you're guided by the knowledge that you'll never be complete in terms of being finished, and you'll never be lacking anything ever. That's an exquisite knowledge to walk with. You know? 